Hey, it's Randa. You know, I've made it no secret that ever since I switched my coaching to macro-based, 100% of my clients have had results so far. That's insane. But I also know not everyone can book with me one-on-one, whether it's budget or I even have room because, hey, I'm just one person. I can't take a lot of people in a week. So I decided to create my own macro spreadsheet. That way you can input your numbers and have your macro calculations sent out to you in seconds. This is the exact same formula I use with my clients. I'm so excited to bring this to you. You can go to randonutrition.com slash manage your macros to learn more. You're listening to the Real Nutrition Podcast with Randa Dirksen, where you'll learn that diet and deprivation are not an option as we chat nutrition, health, and how to live a well-rounded life. Because who wants to eat a bowl of romaine lettuce and lemon juice while your family is enjoying pizza? Nope, not you, not anymore. Stick with me and I'll show you how you can find food freedom. Welcome back to the Realistic Nutrition Podcast. Today, I'm very excited to talk to you about the six simple steps to fast track your nutrition and hit your goals. And by the way, if this goal goes a little too fast for you, I put together everything I'm talking about in a downloadable guide. Really, it's kind of like an ebook. So you can comb through it at your own pace. And to get it, you just got to go to randanutrition.com slash fast track. And don't worry, I'll throw it in the show notes. So we're all good there. So let's let's get in. So these are some simple tips that I like to give my clients when, you know, they talk about starting over. But realistically, you're not starting over. It's a new day. And that's how it's going to be every day. You didn't fail at anything. It's a new day. So let's kind of change a few habits so you can stop starting over every single day. The first thing you need to do to fast track your nutrition is to just get started. You know, maybe it was after a weekend or a few weekends or weeks or months of enjoying the effort diet. Yeah, you know, the the seafood diet. You know, I see food, so I eat it. Listen, we all, I get it. Like, I'm there too. We all have those times where we just eat everything in sight. And it might not be the healthfulest, healthfulest, healthiest um, options, but we're just eating. And usually we do that because we have a scarcity mindset. We're feeling like, oh, this is the only time I can do it. I, I cheated, so I may as well just eat everything I see and I'll start over on Monday. So we have that scarcity mindset, like we'll never be able to have that again, but it's not true. And honestly, when you eat everything like that in abundance, and then more food because you're scared that you're never going to be able to have it again. So you want to have it one last time before you go on your diet. You're eating when you're not even hungry. You're just eating to eat. And you feel like crap. And then that next day, you're like, I'm so sick of feeling like crap. And you feel guilty when you go and have a burger or you have ice cream with your kids. And that's not sustainable. I've talked about this time and time again. So we're going to end this. And here's how to get started. I want you to get into the right mindset and to stop dieting, 
Stop giving up the foods you love just to binge them come Saturday. Moderation is not for deprivation, okay? So I want you to get into the mindset of having moderation, not deprivation. And you know, this is why I love macros and I changed my whole business to support the idea of macros because it's okay to eat the foods you love. You make room for them. And maybe you might have to have a few simple swaps, but really all foods fit. So let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about some simple swaps. So maybe you typically have a burger and fries. Maybe you're going out for a restaurant or you are grilling up some burgers and you threw some frozen fries in the in the oven. So let's let's see some simple swaps on how you can make this more mm, macro friendly, we'll say. So you can have your burger, but maybe instead of fries, why don't you have a side salad or a veggie tray? You can bring a veggie tray to a barbecue. Everyone loves a veggie tray. We just tend to forget about it. And then we're eating it. We're like, oh yeah, yeah, we should have this more often, right? Um, and yeah, you can have a full ground beef burger beef or pork. Maybe you want to switch it to turkey or chicken and that's fine too. It is a leaner cut of meat so it's less calories but there's nothing wrong with ground beef. We make ground beef burgers all the time. No you do not have to skip the bun. The bun is not bad for you. If you want the bun have the bun. If you're not into it and you want to turn it into a salad bowl cool do that too. Like it's up to you. You can make it fit within your day. But having a salad or veggies, it brings more volume. It's taking up more room, I guess, in your stomach. Plus, it's giving you a little bit extra vitamins and minerals, right? Like they're supporting your body. So you can eat more of it, but for less calories. Yes, a burger is going to be a little higher calorie still. But if you're going to a barbecue, enjoy it. Enjoy your barbecue. Don't give food more power than it already has. Like, or it already has, really, it doesn't have much other than nourishing you. Enjoy your burger, feel that you feel full, be happy and move on. Or maybe you're having pizza. Well, have two slices and have some veggies on the side. Same thing, veggie trays are always the answer. Or you could add extra chicken to your slices of pizza for extra protein. Um, maybe a salad on the side. Like again, think of it enjoying your treats, but adding to the meal to keep you fuller and support your body in some way. So and usually that means vegetables. Okay. A salad is super simple. Um, veggie trays, carrot sticks, whatever you have on hand. When it comes to baking, like for example, sugar or sugar muffins, um, my daughter and I do this frequently. I will actually half the sugar in the muffins. You don't typically miss it most of the time, uh, especially if you're adding things like fruit to it or applesauce instead of oil because that reduces the calories a lot and it still sweetens it. Um, or you can use monk fruit sweetener. I've tried a few different sweeteners over the years. Obviously, you know, things like Splenda can upset a lot of tummies. It does with me. I have a very sensitive stomach. Even too much stevia can upset my stomach, but so far monk fruit sweetener seems to be pretty good. And I can substitute it cup for cup in, in my baking. The only drawback is it is a little more pricey. So I try to, I don't like do like a cup of monk fruit, you know, I'll try to do half a cup or uh, I, I look for a sale. 
So that, that's something you might want to try. A lot of my clients, they they go to the drive-thru now, like the Tim Hortons drive-thru, they're Canadian, and they bring their monk fruit sweetener instead of adding the sugar to it. So they still enjoy their, their teas and it still has their cream, but they sweeten it how they like it. It's zero calories, depending on what you buy. Um, zero calories, like swerve, and... It tastes phenomenal. It's the closest thing I have found that actually tastes like sugar. That doesn't have a nasty aftertaste. Anyway, the muffins. So half that sugar. And see how you can add a little more protein to it. So maybe you can add protein powder. You can't always do this. It might screw with the recipe and how it turns out. But if you can add it or you can search for protein muffins. I know I have one on randonutrition.com. I have a blueberry protein muffin. Um... You could try that or serve it with Greek yogurt. You could like, like brush some, not brush them, but like, you know, top it with Greek yogurt. You can even make a frosting out of Greek yogurt and make it like a cupcake or crumble it on like a parfait or just eat it and have Greek yogurt on the side. The point is I want you to have a little bit more protein. All right. Okay. So that's the first step of getting, I guess, back on track really is getting into the right mindset. The second one is to figure out your macros. The cool thing about macros, aside from it not labeling any food as good or bad, instead it labels it for what it is, a carb, a protein, a fat, 100% of my clients have results when they follow my macros. In my business, I've never had that success rate until I changed the structure to follow macronutrients. 100% of my clients have had success. Like that is insane. So it doesn't have to be complicated. I'm going to break down how to figure out your macros very easily. You can either go find a macro calculator online. There's so many free ones out there. Okay. You just got to Google it, but you need to find the one that fits is the best fit for you. They all offer some different formulas. Every coach has a different style. Uh, some, you might have to sign up for some email lists, um, you know, you got to think they're, they're running a business, so they want to have have it as, you know, a way to get you on their email list. And there's nothing wrong with that. I do the same thing. Or if you want the formula that I use for my clients, I actually put together a spreadsheet called Manage Your Macros. And it's done via Google Sheets or Excel. I do have an Excel version. And you can get that in the show notes. It is actually, it's randadirksoncom slash manage your macros. But I mean, let's, let's just say it what it is here. If you download this guide that I told you about, the randadirksoncom slash fast track, I had to remember what it was, fast track, there might be a little bit of a discount if you go that route to go check out the calculator. Just putting it out there. Don't, don't want to, uh, mislead anyone, but it is the exact formula I use for my clients. And like I said, every client has gotten results and it only takes a few seconds. That's what I love. It's seriously like five seconds and you have all the numbers you need. So once you have your macros, you just need to input them in your goals. So you input your personalized calories and macros to a food tracker and there's lots of apps like MyFitnessPal or Lose It. I recently compared the two. Um, they both have pros and cons. Lose It is more affordable. I actually wrote about that as well 
on my blog. So I'll put that in the show notes if you want to compare the two. But put your goals in there and then you can just start and you can put your goals in there in your custom settings, but then you just start tracking. So what I love about tracking is it teaches you portion sizes and you start to see patterns with what you eat, how you feel, your hunger cues. Maybe every time after you have a certain snack, you're like, oh, I'm always so hungry and I overeat after. And then you review it and you're like, you know what? I could add a little bit of protein here by, I don't know, maybe adding some Greek yogurt to it. You know, I usually have fruit at this time, but maybe if I made like a dip out of Greek yogurt and peanut butter or peanut butter powder or whatever, um, I won't be as hungry. And you start like seeing habits that are easily manipulated so you can have long-term success. The other thing I like about it is most clients before they worked with me, they were eating too little, which would cause them to binge later. Where this tracker shows you not how little you should eat, but how much you can eat and how much you should eat. So it's really fun to look at it that way and start hitting goals with eating more. And you know what? Listen, you're not going to be perfect and that's okay. But what I recommend when you're starting with macros, and this is what I teach in the Food Freedom Your Way um, course that I have, is you add a new tier every week. So maybe the first week you're just starting to follow your calories, just getting used to the app. The second week, you're focusing on calories and protein. The third week, you start paying attention to your macros, or sorry, your carbs and fats, and then maybe it's looking at fiber. It's one week at a time. This is a lifelong thing, not forever. And when I say lifelong, by the way, I I don't mean you need to be tracking every day for the rest of your life. No, that's not sustainable either. But when you start tracking, you start seeing, again, your portion sizes, and then you kind of have an idea, and you can start doing things a little more loosely as time goes on, and it just... You just start seeing how much you should be eating. You know, like it's it's really cool. Um, another thing I think you should be doing to fast track your nutrition is to hydrate. And no, I don't think this, I know this. Every single one of you needs to hydrate. I, I bet you could probably hydrate a little more than what you're, you're at right now. So don't forget to drink your water and stay hydrated. This will help with food cravings, flushing out excess sodium from the weekend, not to mention improves the look of your skin. You know, it's, it's a beauty, beauty thing. Water makes you beautiful and it makes you function. So what I recommend is you take your weight, divide it by two, and that's in pounds. That's how many ounces you should be having at minimum. Granted, there are some caveats there. If you're 400 pounds, you know, I don't recommend you have 200 ounces of water. No, you know, you can also look at your urine. If it's fairly translucent, it's not like deep yellow, It's also not crystal clear. You know, you're probably doing okay. The next tip I want to add is to eat more protein. And this is a game changer. So after you calculate your macros, you're probably going to have to up your protein intake. You know, it's going to keep you fuller for longer. It prevents energy crashes. And it keeps off those intense food cravings. Examples there would be Greek yogurt with fruit for breakfast, a bit of peanut butter, um maybe some avocado toast, tuna sandwiches, salads with lean protein, smoothies with protein powder, protein bars. Just try to find a way to add a little bit more protein at every meal. Another tip is to load your veggies at lunch. Listen, everyone's eating habits are different and routines are different, but I find at the end of the day, I'm a little too tired to go extra with the vegetables. I'm not going to be cooking a bunch of things. I, I mean, hey, veggie trays are great. We like to throw veggie trays on the table. 
but load your veggies at lunch. And this way, you know, you're getting a few servings of vegetables in midday and you're not going to feel like you're missing out on some nutrition later on. So I like to think of it as salads, stir fries, even pastas. You can throw a bunch of like broccoli and whatever vegetables you like in there. These are great because they're portable. So if you work out of the home, you can bring them with you. They're easy to meal prep. Uh, there's, there's a lot of different options. So I have an example for maybe an easy salad idea. And you can do this too with stir fries. But you want a protein, chicken, turkey, tuna, tofu, steak, whatever you have. A base veggie. So that would be like your spinach, spring mix, maybe kale. Accessory veggies. Peppers, carrots, beets, cabbage, broccoli, leftover roasted vegetables from the night before. You know, just add as much as you can. And then you want to add a complex carb. So maybe that's a sweet potato, rice, quinoa, regular potatoes, just adding that in. Stir fries, that looks like for me. I know you see this all the time on my Instagram over at Randa Nutrition. I will do some chicken, um, some spinach, broccoli, bell peppers, carrots, kind of like whatever I have in my fridge. I throw them in a stir fry with some sauce and I pour that over brown rice noodles. It is so good. So good. And it's so filling. Another tip I have for you is to move your body. Listen, I'm not a personal trainer, so I'm not going to tell you what to do. But, you know, you can be taking a daily 30 to 60 minute walk, whether it's weightlifting or going to a dance class. It's just your body loves to move. It doesn't have to be an all out intense session. You know, I feel like walks are really underrated. It's a great way to get some exercising or exercise in while enjoying the weather, spending time with your kids or listening to a podcast. You know, maybe you're going to the park with your kids and you're chasing them. Maybe you're playing soccer in the field. It doesn't have to be traditional exercise. It could just be play, walking the golf course, taking a walk as you see a beautiful view. Um, you know, maybe you're in a run club, you know, it, it, going for a walk with your friends instead of sitting there and eating and having coffee, you know, switching a little bit of the habits so you can get some you time in. <sighs> There's something about taking a walk in the morning without the kids screaming at you. It is heaven. I don't get to do it often, but when I do, I'm very grateful. <laughs> and you know, that's it. That's it. I'm going to end it here. I don't want to give you too much info as I know it can be a lot, but you can download this in a guide so you have everything you need without forgetting it because I know I talk really fast and you might even be listening to this at like 1.5 speed, which is what I do. And it's like the chipmunks talking there. But if you go to randanutrition.com slash fast track, you'll be able to download the full guide. And if you want to learn more about manage your macros, you can go to randadirksoncom slash or randanutrition.com. They're interchangeable slash manage your macros to learn more. Okay. Thank you. And don't forget to check out the show notes. I know I dropped a lot of links here, so I will, I'll keep that there so you can have access to it. Okay. Have an incredible afternoon. We will talk soon. Mm-hmm.